going on? Stoochcast uh, 82. What's that like the, the John Stallworth episode? Get it? Because he, he had that number on the Steelers. I'm watching, oh man, I'm watching this basketball game, national championship. It's getting tight now. Texas Tech on the come up. Has Texas Tech ever been good at basketball? Ever? I knew Virginia blew it last year, but they're here. They're the number one seed. I think everybody lost interest when Kentucky and Duke both lost. Like, the whole country just completely lost interest. And I'm happy about that because there's so many fake Duke fans around here. So many fake, like, UNC fans, especially in Pittsburgh. It's just, get out of here. I don't know. It's just it's college basketball. What are they going to pay the players? Those guys should get paid. If those coaches are bringing in like 10 to $15 million a year, absolutely the players should get a chunk of chunk, or at least get like the gifts that they get. They get gifts like out the ass. They should, And you know a lot of that's just under the table. I mean, these are your college years. Like these are the best. <laughs> you know, most of these guys aren't going to go pro. Most of these guys aren't going to go pro. So it's like, you know, you get a free college education, take advantage of it. But those guys aren't there for, a lot of those guys aren't there to get a degree. They're there to try to make it in the NBA, which I just slipped to none. But, like, some people argue against um, going, they argue against, like, paying the players because then the big schools would dominate. The big schools already dominate. Like, what kid doesn't want to go to Duke or Kentucky or, you know, North Carolina or Kansas, like those are the basketball schools. That's where people want to go. <laughs> or Michigan State, Michigan, like already it's like the big schools are the big schools because they win. They have a tradition of winning. And a lot of that's because of the coach. But then, I don't know, it's just the players go out and execute. It's like the coach attracts the talent, but like the great talent just comes together and like it wins. I don't know. But uh, what what happened? There was WrestleMania. That was pretty big. We got frequent guest of the podcast, Dan Guys. Uh, I think next episode we're gonna go a little bit more in depth about what happened at WrestleMania. I think there was something. I think Kurt Angle retired. I believe Kurt Angle is such a legend. Baron Corbin beats Kurt Angle in farewell match at WWE WrestleMania 35. I see Kurt Angle at the LA Fitness and Robinson almost all the time. He's just chilling there throughout the day. And I've never wanted to bother the guy because it's like, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I just feel weird. I would just, this dude's super famous, probably gets bothered all the time. And it's like, I know when I'm at the gym, I just want to relax and work out. I really don't like making small talk with people. I just kind of like focusing on my workout and getting it done. And I know a guy like Kurt Angle, especially. Like, just given all the feats of strength and gold medals and exercise he's done over the years, when he gets into the gym, he probably just wants to focus on that exercise and get the best workout he could possibly get. So I just don't bug the dude. I know he would angle slam me, and, uh, you know, he's an awesome, awesome dude, local legend. Um, I don't know, what else?
AB was freaking out on Juju throwing shots. Antonio Brown. Just months ago, literally like three months, like, was it three months? Literally like about four months ago, we all loved the guy. Now he's out of town. To Oakland. I, it's good for the Steelers because um, no more Love Bell, no more AB. You move on as a team. I mean, who else there is really like distracting? I feel like I've talked about this before, but you know, Juju, all he wanted was you know, AB's mentorship. Then AB just spit right right in his face and blamed him for losing the season. It was like a team thing. Like the whole team like struggling games. They should have won. People were screwing. I, everybody got to take a bite. James Connor, Ben, Juju, AB not showing up to one of the games. Like everybody got to take a bite for like not making the playoffs last year. But I think what's good for the Steelers is this should. Give them like a chip on their shoulder. The offense may not be as good as it once was, but it should still be pretty efficient. And it's just if you just draft defense and just throw like some youth and new life in that for that defense, maybe just go back to that Steeler identity of a dominant defense that makes plays, gets sacks, gets some interceptions, some turnovers that you like you actually fear playing against the Steelers defense. They got to go back to that mentality and they got to run the ball a bit more. I don't know what the ratio was, but they were passing the ball a ton. I think like the highest ratio of passing in the league, one of them. And you know, they, they need a better balance on offense cuz Connor's good. So is uh the backup, who I forget. But because that line's still there. They re-signed pretty much that whole offensive line. It's a great group, great unit, and that's where it starts with pass protection, run blocking, all that I could go on. But, yeah, you just kind of move on, and A.B.'s just, I don't know, just going to keep throwing, I guess, keep throwing shots throughout the rest of the offseason. I guess Steeler fans just feel like trolling them. You know, I don't know. The guy's gone. He's got his big contract. I mean... He's in Oakland. He's literally as far away. He's literally as far away from the team as you could possibly have him. Like, seriously. Like, what's farther than playing for Oakland? Seattle, maybe? Like, he's literally as far away from the Steelers as you could possibly be. And he's playing in the AFC West. Which I don't believe exactly the Steelers won't be playing the AFC West. So, because I think the Raiders are really bad. So, we're not going to play the Raiders at all next year, I believe. What else is new? The Pirates. Let me see. Pirates record. Pittsburgh Pirates record. The Pirates are 5-4. and four. The Brewers are very good. The Pirates are second. Um, let's see the stats. I'm going to look up the stats for the Pirates. Do, 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 do. Go Bucks. 
Okay, do we got some stats? Do we got some stats? What? No stats available. What? Nothing. They don't have anything? What is the deal with no stats? Starters have been really good. Talion ERA of 3, Trevor Williams ERA of 225, Chris Archer ERA of 245, Jim Musgrove ERA of 0. The start has been good. The bullpen has been trash, but overall, team ERA 2.93. Woo! Bucking. Bucking. How many strikeouts? 83 innings pitched, 90 strikeouts. Ooh, Nelly. They got a nice rotation. What about batting? All right, we got batting here. Adam Frazier. Ooh, he's the heavy hitter. Who's the big home run hitter? Okay, Josh Bell. All right, Bell. Two home runs. Okay. I'm down with that. Pirates have six home runs. Yeah, the Pirates are always lacking in the home run department, but the pitching's been very good. Ooh, 187 batting average from for opponent batting against the Pirates. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, it's uh, offensively, it's, I don't know. Uh, Gung only bat 141. Woo. Gotta get that up. Milky Cabrera. <laughs> Milky Cabrera in 440. Whoop. He's on the juice. This dude Gonzalez. Yeah, he's trash. Gonzalez is trash. I saw, like, he couldn't. Somebody at shortstop. Who's at shortstop? I don't even, like, these guys are. Gung is at the shortstop. Gung plays third. Even this is all screwed up. But yeah. I think. I think Gonzalez was like trying to convert a double play and he totally fucked it up. But um that was from like back when they played the Cardinals last year. <sighs> How many minutes are we into this already? Ten minutes. Wow. Let's see what's going on. Okay, and then the Penguins, what? They're making the playoffs. NHL playoffs. Oh shit, it's here. Wow, Wednesday. <laughs> the season ended. Oh man, I just don't pay attention to hockey. Alright, Penguins stats. We'll look this up together. Some people might know more than me. Oh shit, like they finished with 100 points. They finished with 100 points, third in the Metro division. Well, what's like, what's the beef? They were pretty, pretty good. Pretty solid team. Could you really be met? Like, Cros Crosby got 100 points. Kessel, 82. How about Gensel, 40 goals? That dude is like the scrawniest guy, but he just gets out there and scores goals like a motherfucker. He just don't give a shit. Malkin kind of a down year goal-wise. Yeah, Latang, good year. Hornquist, Brian Rust. Yeah, they got, yeah. Penguins got shooters. Come on, man. Let's see what they got. Crosby, 100 points. NHL playoff seating. All right, let's see the seating here. I will determine what's going on. Yeah, they play the Islanders. Eh, you can win that. <laughs> You could win that. I want to see which who's the seed. Where's the 
Oh, Tampa Bay is good. Oh, 62 wins, 128 points. Woo! Wow. Boston, 107 points. Toronto, 100 points. Washington, 104 points. Islanders, 103 points. A lot of good teams this year. Damn. Series tied to one and one. Yeah, it should be should be good. Who knows? Can you really be that upset if you're a huge Pens fan? I mean, like, I know they won the cup in 16-17. I mean, Crosby's like a legend at this point. He got three cups. You know, I feel like if they win it again, if they get there again, you're kind of just like, it's almost like with the Patriots constantly going to the Super Bowl and winning them. You're just kind of like, wow, this is just awesome. I don't know how this happened. But if any team has, like, the experience and the depth to, like, turn it on, I mean, it's it's the Penguins, right? They have, like, the ability to do it. Tampa Bay just seems like they'll lose. Like, Tampa Bay, like, always has a good team, but they just can never, like, go over the top. They got Stamkos and a bunch of other dudes. I'm just totally talking out of my ass here. Kucherov, Nikita Kucherov from Tampa Bay. Yeah, he's good. McDavid's good. Patrick Kane's good. They got a couple dudes on her points. Ovechkin, 51 goals. That dude, that dude, how many times has he led the league in goals? Like, like seven times? Most seasons leading NHL in goals. Let's look this up. Let me see this. He's done it eight seasons. Wow. That's wild. 658 goals. Oh, my God. Dude is the best goal scorer of the modern era. But he takes so many shots. <laughs> wow, that's wild. 52. This is like since he was 20 years old. 52, 46, 65, 56, 50, 32, 38, 32. 51, 53, 50, 33, 49, 51. <laughs> this dude just puts 50 goal seasons like it's nobody's business. That's wild. You got to respect that. You got to, you can't, you got to respect just the amount of goals this dude accumulates. You could say Crosby's the better overall player just in terms of assists and, you know, like getting the puck out. And I, I don't know what it is shooting. I think he has more points per game and shooting percentages. I think they're both like similar. Maybe Sid has a higher shooting percentage, but like OV will just go and he don't care. He'll sh he shoots his shot, bro. I'm going to look up career shooting percentage NHL. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I'll find this. All right. Some of these won't count. There'll be a guy named like Craig or something. Yeah, those aren't legit. Mary Lemieux converted. Had a shooting percentage of almost 19%. Yeah, yeah, Crosby's is higher than Ovi's. Crosby's is like 14.56, which is pretty good. McDavid's is higher. That Kucherov dude's higher. Jerry Hudler. Who's that guy? See, I don't know. Sean Monaghan. What the? What the frick? Look at me looking at hockey stats and having no clue what they mean. Uh, Stamkos. Yeah, he's pretty good. I said that earlier. But this is kind of misleading, though, because some guys... 
Who says Craig Simpson? Okay, so you had 247 goals. Oh, uh, he must have got... Oh, he got hurt. So he had a crazy shooting percentage for a time. Played for the Penguins for a couple years. Oh, my God. He started out playing for the Penguins. Wow, small world. Who would have thought? Unbelievable. Um... Yeah, I don't, what a, okay, so we covered hockey, we covered Steelers, we covered Pirates, WrestleMania, we're going to get Dan here to talk about that. I don't know, what else is, oh, we got this basketball game, is it over yet? Wait a minute, am I, I might be done. Wait, they got a second left. NCAA, March Madness, what's going on? I'll end this once this game's over, that'll be... Perfect timing to end the podcast. Okay, they got one second. Oh my god, it's tied. They got one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better lose yourself in the music the moment you want it. You better never let it go. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow. Mom spaghetti. Mom spaghetti. Make the shot. Mom spaghetti. I can't believe 10 people are going to listen to this. Texas Tech. I don't know who I... I, I want Texas Tech to win because they're wearing red and they're not the number one seed. Just throw it in the air. One second. I'm live commentating this and most people are watching it right now. But, you know, people post on YouTube live reaction videos and they get millions of hits all the time. So why can I do that? In goofy podcast form. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I like talking about sport. I like actually talking about sports. See how I just didn't talk about... I wouldn't even say it. The, the real life. You know what I mean? It's nice to just distract myself with sports. Oh, we got Game of Thrones this weekend. And I th- believe the Masters. Oh, man. This is going to be exciting. This is going to be good. I'm excited for Game of Thrones. What do you think is going to happen? I think... I hope they just end it with, like, the White Walkers winning. There's just not... Everybody's dead. Like, there's just a lot of screwing, a lot of battles, a lot of bloody murder, and then everybody just dies. That would just be... Because, like, no show, I feel like, has ever had the balls to just, like... Yep, they're they're gone. They're dead. It's over. There's always got to be, like, some kind of redemption for, like, some character in, like, some way. Like, how Walter White at the end of Breaking Bad, he kind of got some redemption. Or, like, at the end of Sopranos, like, it it's, it leaves you guessing. The finale of The Sopranos leaves you kind of guessing, wondering what We need, like, a sure, but I don't know. It's, like, with Game of Thrones, like, it probably will leave you, end with you guessing, like wondering, hmm, what if? That's probably what it'll do. It should be really good. I'm excited. I like the early seasons of the show better. I kind of want to rewatch it again, but that's it's such like a each episode's like an hour, and it's like how many episodes have come out of that show? Season seven, part one, then part two. Like, and so there's like sixty. Okay, so overall there's like, you see Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones wiki let me see here episode it'll show you episodes 
Yeah, there's like eight. Oh, there's only sixty-seven. Oh, that's it. That isn't bad. You could, you could literally binge watch. You could binge watch Game of Thrones in like. You could, yeah, you could binge watch it in like a month. You watch like two episodes a night. Some days, like maybe you watch like five or six of them in the winter. You could definitely binge watch it within like a month. That's definitely doable. I think the so Sopranos had like. Sopranos had like 86. So they had, Sopranos had more episodes. And then Breaking Bad, I believe, had like 60 something. They had Breaking Bad had 62 episodes. They're making a spin-off film of Breaking Bad. I don't know how I feel about it. I hate how mm, I hate how they're taking all these old great old shows and they're like Yeah, rebooting them. I know it's just it's kinda like with Star like it makes money, people love them, people tune in, you want to see more, and it is all about the money, but it's just like Ugh. Breaking, in 2013, Breaking Bad entered the Guinness World Records as the most critically acclaimed show of all time. I'll say this. Having watched The Sopranos, I think I like The Sopranos a little bit more. <laughs> I think The Sopranos is just funnier. And it's just, like, definitely darker. But I'm at, uh, and, like, it kind of did things first where it's, like, you take a character like Tony you slowly just make them darker and like less sympathetic, kind of like what they did with Walt. So it's like those things are there. And I think just with Sopranos, like, well, the Breaking Bad did too. Like, it's just some of the psychology, like, and psychology in both of those shows, it really like hit home. It's just like, that's what makes great TV and movies. It's just, this isn't real, but it's like you feel it. These characters aren't real. They don't exist. They're made up. But it's like you feel like what's happening when you watch the show. That's great, you know, acting. That's great drama. That's great movie making, filmmaking. That's like the crazy. That's like the trick. That's the trick of like these shows. It's just you buy into these characters. You you know you relate to them in some way. And then like when they do heinous things, you like seeing how the audience will go to defend them like it's it's wild but um yeah all right there's one more shot <gasps> why did you take wait oh it's overtime ah oh, fuck damn it well this is what the people wanted right you get an overtime game whoop up he missed uh it's tough talking for this long it is tough. I don't know how the talking heads do it. It's tough without a without a guest. But I could carry it with my uh drone of a voice. I don't want two overtime. Somebody win this game. So I'm gonna keep blathering for the next Alright, so they got four and a half minutes left, so really it's gonna be like fifteen to twenty minutes overall, because you're gonna have commercials, timeouts, you know goofy stuff like that <sighs> what was I talking about yeah Breaking Bad and it's like Breaking Bad Sopranos Game of Thrones those are like those are the shows I have watched only the highest quality television and Seinfeld only the highest quality of television for Andy Stuchel the Stooge cast <laughs> 
Mm. I watched the first uh, season of Better Call Saul. I kind of forget what it was even about. I need to rewatch that. Because they've had... Already they've had like 40 episodes of that show come out. And they're going to do another season. So they've been cranking out episodes like motherfuckers. And my dude, Bob Saul Goodman, always killing it. I need to watch it. I need to watch it. But it'll be fun. You gotta just get the time to do it. This is life after college. You you go to work, you come home, you hit the gym, and then you, like, I don't know, procrastinate on your your personal entertainment. Time management, man. Super important. Whoop, up. Drop the ball. Whoop, what? All right, so now Texas Tech is in the lead by a point, 71-70, three and a half minutes. Come on, dribble the ball. They're, that's what they're doing. They're going to drain the clock and then go for the shot. Drain the clock, go for the shot. Drain the clock, go for the shot. Boop, boop, boop. Can't get out of there. That's not that. Oh, he made the shot. They're going crazy. They can't believe this. What are these people doing? What is the deal with basketball? The ball is orange. Why did they make it orange? Why an orange ball? Are they trying to caution us? <laughs> I don't know. It's not. It's not even really like orange. It's not. The ball isn't really like orange. It's more of like a. It's like a. Eh, it's like a dark. Orange, almost brownish. Why is the ball dark orange brown? This is what happens whenever, like, you do a podcast and you're all out of topics, and you just you you just lazily repeat what what's currently on the TV right now, where professionals are doing it so much better <laughs> than what I'm doing right here, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna post this on the cyberspace for all to listen to, even you know employers. <laughs> hey, the robots are coming. They're coming. They're slow. They're gonna slowly bring them in, like full automation. The tr- like the trucking industry, like automated trucks. 1.6 million truck drivers out of work. What are you gonna do? Like all this automation? Are are we gonna have to? have universal basic income is that going to be the thing i'd love to get a government check for like two grand a month that would be so that'd be so cool it would all go you know where a government check like that would go to it would go to it would go to rent and food it would just go straight to rent and food that would just be my rent check rent and food if you get rent and food covered you're doing pretty good rent and food yeah, it's just scary how like advanced we're getting with the machines. It's kind of like alarming, just how and how much better and efficient they could do it over humans. What would have been like the best time to like live? I guess everybody thinks differently about that. Like, if you're conservative, you'd have been like, "Oh, the '50s, it was just wonderful." And then, you know, if you're like 
super duper hippie liberal. You're just like, man, the 60s and the early 70s were the time of our lives. But then there was like, it was like an oil crisis. And then there was, um, you know, the Vietnam War. And then there was, you know, like high inflation in the late 70s. So there were a lot of like risky loans out there that people were taking. And in the 80s, there was like, it's like commercialism really began to catch on. I think I think the eighties kind of led to like the modern like American consumption culture that we have. I feel like back in the seventies, like that vibe wasn't there. You know what I need to watch? You know, this reminds me of. I need to watch like what was that show with James Franco? He plays like twins of himself. So James Franco plays two characters: the Deuce, the Deuce, right? The Deuce. I want to watch the Deuce. It's good. Ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. They never lie, but I've wa- I watched like a f- I watched a few of them and they were they were, it was pretty funny. I enjoyed it. It tells the story of the golden age of porn, the legalization and rise of the porn industry in New York City that began in the 1970s. Themes explored include government and police corruption, the violence of the drug drug epidemic, and real estate booms and busts that coincided with the change. The show's title derived from the nickname for 42nd Street between 7th Avenue and 8th Avenue. Yeah, it's it's funny. Oh, it's a third and final season, so they're doing three seasons of this. I think I only got two seasons, 17 episodes. Oh, I could I could totally watch this in like a weekend. The Deuce. I just got I just like the name, The Deuce. Yeah, what else was in the 70s? Led Zeppelin. Stones. I think of the 70s, the Bee Gees, Saturday Night Fever, Disco, Michael Jackson, uh, Bobby Womack. Across 110th Street, pimps try to make the junkie go weak. It's a great song, look it up. Across 110th Street. They play that at the beginning of um, Jackie Brown. Because the Tarantino movies always have the best soundtracks. And then Pam Gray is like, I think, cruising in her car, leaving her job as like a flight attendant or something. Like it, It's definitely like a driving scene whenever they play it. And it was just like, oh, yeah, this movie's it's going. I'm going to look it up and see if... Wait, wait. That's a great song. Yeah, she's like, okay, so she's walking. All right, wait a second. Video will play after ad. Fuck no. Midday cardio. Dude, I've been running in the gym like a motherfucker recently. I've been running for like six miles because I'm nuts. And I'm just getting like lean. And I can't like, I try to bench and I can't bench for shit because I've been running too much. And I haven't really been eating a lot. Like I just... You stop eating. You, you like you drink. This is what you do when you get, like you start working. You drink coffee all day, and um, I don't. Sometimes I won't eat till like five o'clock. Like during like halfway through work, I'll go get like the sourdough nibblers. Every you know, because they're my shit. It's my go-to. The sourdough nibblers, Snyder's of Berlin, whatever. And you know, I eat those up, nibble on those. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Then I get home and uh, I miss the burrito place that used to be open. It was the bomb. 
Casino Latina. They shut down. They were open for like a year or two. That was like my spot whenever I'd come home and always go there. Okay, so the beginning of it, they play that song. And Michael Keats did that movie too, Yinder Legend. Yeah, they play that song. Whoa. But yeah. Alright, so they, all right, so it's just her on like one of those treadmills at the airport. <laughs> Are they called treadmills? Is that what they call it? It is tech technically it is a it is a treadmill, right? It's something like that. What do they call those treadmills? Airport I'm gonna look it up. Airport treadmill. Oh no what I'm Airport trip. A moving, a walkway. Okay, a moving walkway. All right, well, whatever. All right, is this game over yet? All right, they got 41 seconds up. Oh, Virginia took, oh, they're taking the lead. Wah, wah. It's going to be a 35-minute pause. Oh, oh, oh. oh, he took the shot, and he missed, and Virginia got the ball. And they, they got it. They just, all they got to do, they hold now. And then they're going to foul them. They're going to foul them. That's their strategy is to foul them. And then they're, yeah, they're going to be, all right. So they're all, Texas Tech already down by four. And so they got no choice but to foul to try to get the ball back and get a three. And they got to hope that this dude misses. Oh, man. If you get the ball back again, it's, uh, it's over. They're going to go crazy. They're going to go crazy and be like, we won. This dude, Kyle Guy, the whitest man ever. He's about to seal the deal. Oh my god, he's deadly. He's like Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> Kyle guy. This dude's younger than me and he's about to get a ton of pussy tonight out there in Virginia. You know what's sad? It's like watch all these guys and they're all young. It's like you're getting to that age where like people younger than you are doing so much better at life than you and you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> what am I doing? Like, these kids are, like, 18, 19, 20 year, 21 years old. I'm 23, doing a podcast on a Monday night. <laughs> uh, it's fun, though. I keep doing these. Someday. Someday it'll happen. You just gotta believe. <laughs> oh, man. This dude, Mamadi Diakite. Diakite. Is that his name? I hope I didn't pronounce it wrong. Dia Kite. All right. Oh man, up by seven. Up. This game is over. You get. They give this ball back. You let them. You let them shoot one. You don't care. You just. These guys are sealing it. All right. Whoop. What else that was on? Country Music Awards were on. Last night. I watched that a bit. Blake Shelton. Casey Musgraves. Oh, they got a shot there. Alright, 17 seconds. Quit dragging this out. <sighs> Come on. I just want to end this and maybe post it if I'm not lazy. I checked the emails. No e no emails this week. People, people weren't believing in it. In the brand. Um... <laughs> What do we got here? Yeah, all emails from Apple. Well, fuck you, Apple. I don't need you. I don't need you to tell me what to do, what to think, what to feel. 
the emotions that come through. I'm gonna be done with this. I'm gonna post it. I think I'm just gonna go straight to just go straight to bed and post my I don't know something. I gotta just yeah. All right, the road ends here. Final four. Everybody stopped caring when I, I said that, right? Everybody stopped caring when Duke and uh, Kentucky lost. I don't think people watching this. I think no one gives a shit. It's not like a good rivalry game or anything like that. It's just like oh, Texas Tech of Virginia, whatever. Sweet Virginia, Jesus, nice states, beautiful uh, scenery. I do more traveling around the country. You know, live for the now. You need a job where you can just travel around, do some long driving and get paid to drive, be a truck driver. But like I said, those jobs are all going to be automated, so no one will be truck driving. It'll just be robots driving on the interstate. It is fucked up. Like, how is this going to happen? Going to let the robots win. All right. Dunk. Done. Over. That was only two seconds. All right. Yeah, they got to go for, like, something. Just let time expire. You're done. It's over. All right, eight seconds left. Just let them have it. All right, they found him again. Why? <laughs> He's going to make the two shots. But I got you know, you got to try till the end. Wow, free throws right here. Virginia 10, that's the game right there. 10 for 10, three free throws. It's all good, man. You guys could be, that's tough to lose that, though. That's a tough, tough L. Come all this way, and that's that. All right, if you guys want to email the podcast, you know the drill. Stoochcast at gmail.com. You can email jokes, questions, comments, concerns, Steeler talk, uh, Penguin talk, Pirate talk. We just talked. This was like a sports podcast, which was awesome. It was sporty this week. Sports and TV shows, movies. Uh, that's it. That's the game. Play queen. We are the champions. All right. That's the podcast for this week. Andy Stuchel. Everybody have a good week. Peace out.